Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Shannon Feltis. I'm Bonnie Dutch. And this is You You Are Are That. That. We are two sisters who cannot take a compliment. Nope. Today's guest is a talented podcast host, also a TV correspondent and best-selling author. Melissa Moore is with us today. Thank you so much for joining us. I could not be more excited. I'm in awe of your strength and awesomeness from the first Happy Face podcast, but now you've come a long way and done a lot of things. Do you want to tell the folks a little about yourself? Sure. Let's see where to start. Right. Um, Well, okay. I'll start with this. I had a massive secret. I had a huge secret. My secret was that my father was a happy face serial killer. And it was something that I ran away from up until 2008 when I was now a mom and I had two kids. My daughter came home from school and she was doing a family tree. And she wrote down, you know, mommy, daddy, and then she wrote, you know, her grandparents that she knew of and then grandma Rose, but she couldn't figure out who her grandfather was. Mm -hmm. She asked me, you know, mom, you know, everybody has a daddy. Where's your daddy? And then I answered her in the most honest way I knew how, which is he's in Salem, which is true. Mm -hmm. I was in Salem. And thankfully, she was happy with that answer. And then we moved on (laughs) and then, but I (laughs) dwelt on it because how do you tell your kids that you have a serial killer as a grandpa? And I hadn't even told, you know, friends that I had a serial killer as a dad. So I started on this quest that led to this remarkable and incredible, crazy adventure into making daytime talk shows and true crime podcasts. And so that's the short story. (laughs) 
You have not only written books about this, you are a crime correspondent about your life story and other people's. And people can catch up and hear your account of everything on the Happy Face podcast. That was seriously riveting. Your strength and just the evolution of you through that whole series, I admire you so much. That's when I became a super fan. Thank you. I appreciate connecting with you. I think one of the beautiful things that I never, ever thought was going to happen out of doing the Happy Face podcast was that I would connect with people like you. Before that, I would tell my story on Oprah or I would tell my story to People Magazine and you just put it out there. You share this story and you hope that other people who need to hear it, like other survivors will hear it and maybe relate to something you share. But what Mm -hmm. surprised me about the podcast podcast is that people who didn't even have, you know, a tremendous amount of trauma or anything, just generally, I got to connect with amazing people that just supported me. I've never had this level of support before. So it feels so good to be, I don't know, I guess cared for it. Mm. I guess that's the best way to say it. You kind of took the reins, control your own narrative and see the good people rise to the surface and kind of just be there for you in a really genuine way. Yeah. And that was the best gift ever. And it actually emboldened me to make some different moves in my career that I probably would have never made, which we'll get into later. But cannot wait to hear all of it. This really was the catalyst to jumping off this new season of my life. And so I'm excited to chat with you ladies. You're seriously great at everything you've stepped into. I cannot wait to hear what's happening. (laughs) We are going to jump into nostalgic questions. And this might be a little Pacific Northwest centric. I'm nervous. I'm not a true Pacific Northwestern. I'm not going to like know the answers. Your experiences up okay. here. You are totally Washington counts. All parts of Washington count. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, Pacific totally. Northwest is. Oh yeah. We give like a general nod to Idaho, but We're, like not we think right. about it. Yeah, we think we think we <laughs> whisper like potato, <laughs> but it's like Washington and Oregon. Right. Let's say it's summertime. It's in the eighties. You hear the ice cream truck coming. Ooh, snap. What are your top favorites that you would get if it's on their list? Oh, I like the chocolate dipped cone. Nice. With the waffle cone, you know, the chocolate mm. dip with the like middle the drumstick. With the drumsticks. Yeah, yes. with the fuzzy middle. Yeah. That's they like have the one. so many kinds of those now. Did you try them all? Um, <laughs> I went online, then I went down a path of drumsticks and I found these freaking lemon cream ones that have, they're like a dilly bar on the outside from Dairy what? Queen, like the waxy top. Yeah. No nuts or anything, just smooth, but it's like lemon dipped cone with a lemon and cream, half and half ice cream, and then a lemon core oh and then white chocolate in the little bottom of the tip. Um, for other people, a dilly bar is from Dairy Queen and it's a weird chocolatey candy yeah. covered dip on it a It looks cold like cone. a big old um like chocolate chip on its side. Oh, it's got it's ice so cream inside. Good. Yeah. yeah. With that curly cue on yes. the yeah. Yeah. Oh, I used to get the classic. cherry ones after softball. Butterscotch are the best. And it's like they're waxy, but, mm-hmm. but in a good way. Yeah. It's you not know? chocolate, but it's not candy. Yeah, it's like it's... a wax you crave. <laughs> And if you bite it wrong, it's the wax that really just melts quickly into whatever you're wearing. <laughs> yeah. It pops off like shrapnel. Oh my! They had orange creamsicle ones. 
yes. for a limited time. And I like, I drove into that parking lot real fast. And <laughs> I didn't have a child in the car. There wasn't a reason. We should for all it. be having popsicles I like know. upside down in a glass of champagne. Sparkling champagne. Yeah. Something I do like, sparkly. I do like a good popsicle. I need to see these pictures on your Instagram. <laughs> I do have one. I have a Prosecco and popsicle one. Oh my gosh. I need the visuals. <laughs> it's like something I would have made when I was like 16 and sneaking booze, like pink champagne and like yeah. a a twin pop yeah and now i'm like God, i'm super fancy because this one's made of real fruit <laughs> oh now i'm a classy lady i did find choco tacos at the grocery store the other day and i i definitely those yeah them. those are our ice cream staple or so once in a blue moon whatever character it was probably like back in our day was pink a panther. pluto pink uh yeah panther pink with panther. the bubble gum eyeballs i would love eating those with the bubble gum eyeballs why and i don't so know good? why I love them so much. The gum ran out of flavor in two seconds. It was right. always hard. It always hard cracked open. Wasn't good. It's a nostalgia though. Yeah. It's like a good bad. Kids or candy things. cigarettes because I was so <laughs> bad. <laughs> the worst are the candy necklaces because you wear them and then they like get sugary like melt on your skin. <laughs> Old rainbow neck over there just <laughs> chomping away. You got half a string. <laughs> if you don't eat it, if you're the if kid you, that saves it, then yeah. you have sticky neck. Then you have sticky neck. Or if you're the chubby kid like me in the group, everyone <laughs> else is still rocking their necklace halfway through the day and you're like i, I, I got three bits <laughs> <laughs> i ate them all because i thought that's what we were supposed to do also i snapped myself in the face on accident like 14 times <laughs> or pro tip children of the oh, world God. learn this wear the necklace put one in your mouth and pull the string taunt and pull the string back like against towards your ears Jesus. and just bite it and it She's will just slingshot this. the oh, no. other half of your candy at your enemy <laughs> you weaponized a candy necklace yeah okay. you also sharpen those push pops right into a oh point you got a shiv in your purse <laughs> this is what we learn wow. <laughs> food fun with bonnie <laughs> oh my God. i could be saving lives today <laughs> see no child will get kidnapped if they have a, a push a pop shiv in their <laughs> pocket Sometimes this is who we are. <laughs> oh, my face hurts already. This is good times. Okay. My teeth hurt already. Well, I'm curious to know growing up in Spokane, what kind of summertime activities were you into? Did you do summer camps? Did you guys have like outdoor space where you just ran around like crazy? What was your favorite summery thing? So, when my father was arrested, we grew up really poor in felony flats. And so, the highlight of summer was when the public pools would open. Yes. Us, too. us too no seriously we were poor too so we get yeah it. so then you go to the pool and sometimes you see like floating pads <laughs> yeah oh my so god there's always a diaper in there yes and then yeah. i remember there's always something floating in the water. you're not wrong and then i would stare at the lifeguard the hot lifeguard yeah. and then i would try to find you know as you wade in the public pool you try to find an opening uh-huh and then people would bump into you you couldn't really swim you just waited in the water mm -hmm. kids yeah. cannonball around you or there's not yes. room yes and then people playing marco polo around you yes. and you're like, i want to get a you know a hot girl tan <laughs> <laughs> a couple of years ago, I drove past the one that Shannon and I took swim lessons at oh, in our little Montebello. neighborhood. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And I drove past it and I just saw like a sea of like wild children. Bobbing <laughs> head heads. to head, just uh-huh. tons of heads. And like a kid just ran, just landed on people. And I'm at the light and the light turned green. I was like, I'm so happy to drive away from this moment because Did I used to be in the kid's soup. Yeah. yeah. The kid's soup. Yeah. Kid's soup. Yeah. Public for five dollars a kid, our parents <laughs> just didn't have to look at us for a few hours. Like, Mom, can you just give me I think for me it was yeah. Oh. It was a dollar and I would go digging through my mom's purse for like the quarters and the dollar. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then you wish you had enough because the money, Snack if you machine. had extra money, the ice cream truck would come to the <gasps> pool. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. And so as you would leave the pool, there'd be a huge line at the ice cream truck. There's we a vending machine. Slush puppies. Oh, Do you yeah. remember slush puppy vendor and the like popcorn? line was so long for that. There was free popcorn, which is really smart. Yeah. And but- then slush puppies mm-hmm. that were like those little beaded ices. Oh, yeah. $2, which now seems extreme for this but they had frozen snickers <laughs> and i was like yes well don't forget you also need to save some money for your locker unless you yes. want to mm-hmm. bring everything out mm-hmm. into the pool area oh my god <laughs> you just think about those safety pins everybody just had safety pins just pinned to their bathing that. suit those big chonky ones and then where do you pin it where you don't look like a tool mm-hmm. like you look like you're wearing a diaper pin <laughs> that's Man. what they were locker 241 <laughs> right <laughs> Okay, I've got to know, would you like to share a family vacation story that might make folks want to choose a staycation instead? I got to know. (laughs) So my mom, like I said, we grew up really poor. So my mom saved her tax refunds. She saved all of her money for us to take this trip to Disneyland, but she only had enough for us to drive there. And she had this station wagon and in the station wagon, the ceiling of the station wagon, the fabric was hanging like, down, hanging down yes, and the so bubble. It hit our head all the time. So we made this drive from Spokane to LA and along the way, we'd stay at KOAs to, to reduce costs. Like the camping sites, like RV yeah, sites. The camping sites. So our, our station wagon was full of like, like, we probably look like you lived in the car. Yeah, we looked like mm-hmm. we lived in the car because grandma was in there too. Like my mom brought her mom. We had a whole bunch of kids in there and all of these sleeping bags and all this gear. And we're just going to KOAs and stopping along the way. And then we went to Disneyland and my youngest half brother just like filled up all day in 100 degrees at Disneyland on Coca-Cola. And so of we just drank Coke the whole time. And so when we left, oh. he was getting motion sick and he just threw up on all of the sleeping bags on all of the gear and so it was so bad but I do remember one of my favorite memories of that trip is that my cousin came with me and we sat in the back of the station wagon and we do you remember magna doodle okay so she had a magna doodle and we wrote in the magna doodle honk if you like girls and we put it in the back and my mom is like riddled with anxiety she's a (laughs) driver hates freeway driving and all of a sudden she's just being blasted with horns and just terrified she's going like 10 miles an hour on the freeway oh like in God. san francisco and we're just like honk if you like girls on a magna doodle <laughs> and your mom's like what is happening yeah, why is everybody honking at me <laughs> i love that people probably even noted it was kids writing but they're like but okay. i like girls i gotta lay on my horn yeah honk. yeah <sighs> 
I don't even know why we did that, but I thought it was fun. And That's so much nicer than anything we would have written because we were rotten. That would have been real sketchy. Suck fart. <laughs> Draw a middle finger so that we're technically not flipping people off. We would have done something real crafty. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay, but how long did that car smell like barf? Yeah. Real oh talk. my gosh, forever, forever. Oh. But the worst part was that ceiling, like that ceiling was so bad. So it's more like barf and that ceiling. I love but that. that was- you're avoiding the barf, but then you're like scraping your face yes. on just like old fabric. That yes, bubble ceiling. It was so bad. It was so bad. One of our cars growing up had that in the back half, a sweet light brown sedan as per the 80s. And it had like a strip with the dome light in the middle. So the back <laughs> half was the bubble. And I would poke it and they'd be like, stop touching the ceiling. Like, stop fucking with it. Try to put stuff in there. I don't know. Treasure pocket. Yeah, there's probably coins in it Gross. somewhere. Right? Why not? <laughs> I love it. I love that back in our day, people right? drove it until it died. Yes. <laughs> just traded in for a classy new model crazy yeah we literally like broke the fucking door handles off and those <laughs> stupid little locks we just fucking learned how right ingenuity yeah. kids good old 80s <laughs> Disney man i'm gonna take us to high school Ooh, okay and i want to know if you found a mixtape from high school what jams would be on that delicious <laughs> delicious mix oh my gosh it'd be red red wine oh <laughs> she's already got it queued up she's like i listened to it yesterday <laughs> i listened to the cranberries a lot i yeah, love the cranberries because <sighs> i think they just understood my angst you know and then i listened to hole mm-hmm. i loved courtney love and malibu and i just I loved her. I think I was just in a grunge phase. Yeah. Did you ever yeah. listen to Veruca Salt? Oh. Volcano Girls. You know what? You're probably more legit. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Volcano Girls is so... I feel like if I sent you the song, you'd be like, oh, I've heard it. Because it's oh. on like the soundtrack nice for Jawbreaker. Yeah, yeah. It's on like all those really classic super 90s into the 2000s mm-hmm. when chicks would just power walk in a group in a line <laughs> like in the craft yeah i probably know it then but i'm so embarrassed by some of my mixtapes because really well yeah um <laughs> i was a hundred percent like radio dj bond mm-hmm. back in the day we would call into radio stations yes. all the time and request songs so we could record them but i went from liking like keith sweat and Tupac in like eighth grade and then I like grew into like like real heavy on Matchbox 20 for a while and then yeah. like Chumba Wamba and then I went to like Irish girl bands I don't know what I was there was a lot you had a journey it was strange and then you live in a small town and you just like have to listen to 90s country which is Mm-mm. fantastic oh yes it was like dina carter a strawberry wine strawberry, strawberry wine was, was our it. high school era's anthem for like school dances everyone's Teen just angst. rocking on two feet i actually did get strawberry wine my first year of college and i drank it to that song and like cried about a boy and i was like <laughs> This is what the song was meant for. I just yeah. need to be in a field somewhere. <laughs> this is so crazy that we're talking about. It. I didn't even think about this until now. I told you that I reconnected with an old boyfriend that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Well, when I was in college, I used to hear Strawberry Wine and would think about him because, you know, you're first. And- oh. <laughs> oh. and now, like, I'm with him. But that was like, you know, Strawberry Wine. Does he know this? Does he know that he you not listen know this. to this ballad on repeat? <laughs> No, he does not know. Like, I mean, he was a stupid guy. <laughs> he had no idea the level of my commitment. 
<laughs> at that age, we're in power mode of all of our feelings and putting them into mixtapes. And boys are like, I like to drive cars and go to movies. That was him. And I'm like, we're going to get married someday. <laughs> You're my soulmate. <laughs> I'm so happy you reconnected. I love when perfect. it comes full circle. I feel like I maybe had one mixtape that was like literally strawberry wine back to back over and over again with mm. this kiss. Oh my God. So it was like, I'm sad. I'm happy. I'm nostalgic and in love. I'm super excited. I'm you sad. Just I'm happy. Title it teenage bipolar. Cause that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. That's the most. Perfect. I don't have a boyfriend, but I'm feeling feelings. <laughs> like I didn't know where to put him. It was like too much. And then I'm all Dixie chicks like, yeah, let's bury somebody. <laughs> like, men are scum. They're great. They're scum. Hi. Oh my God. See, I feel like 90s country so was so boss and mm -hmm. I fell in love with it after fighting country for years and years. See, you know what I remembered is the stupid thing that I would get in the mail. Like, if you want to join the record club and you click and you get like 12 free records, and I probably still owe like $34 for all these free records. <laughs> Seriously. The, the Columbia. Columbia House. We signed up under every name under the sun until my dad was like can you stop because my address is in right. the system like 17 times both of us did it so much yeah. i would come home from college my dad's like you have another 49 cds sitting on the porch yes. i'm like sweet <laughs> one of them is fat boy slim that's the yeah. only one i cared about but i had to sign up for you know 50 some odd cds to get that one for a penny Man. yeah maybe we all have outstanding debts to this oh company. guaranteed <laughs> still have all those cds and i'll never give them up I'll, I'll schlep them to every house i live at till i die and i don't have a cd player right. in my home no me neither it'd be fun to dress up like 90s fashion and have a cd swap <gasps> oh, <laughs> what a party that would be a gain entry with one cd and then we play you them. can swap as many times as right? you want to oh, you just I keep trading it. through the night meeting new people Oh. touching something they've touched what a weird after pandemic <laughs> after <world>. pandemic <laughs> where was this yeah, yeah. you touched oh something you should celebrate yourself every day but some days you should celebrate with jewelry whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection blue nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Speaking of collections of mountains of CDs, Ooh. accidental segue, I'm into it. Did you have any collections as a kid? Collections. Covered anything? I really love pens and office supplies. And my kids have the same thing going on. So I could go to a Staples and I wanted... I want all the pens that are cool and gel and glitter mm-hmm. back then. It's different now. I collect pillows on my couch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sitting on Shannon's mom den couch and I, I there's like pillows cascading up and around me. I have so extra I have pillows too so that I could swap them out for seasons. Yeah. <laughs> This one's really soft. She also makes some old shirts. Oh, like yeah. Old band shirts or our dad's shirts before he passed away. Mm-hmm. We collect them as pillows. T-shirt pillows. Yeah, so we have T-shirt pillows everywhere. Oh, it's that's pretty cool. rad. That's some really dad cool. flannels. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. That is cool. Pens? That's a good one, though. Oh, my God. We used to have so many pens. The gel glide ones that had, like, glittery ones. Oh, yeah. I got this pen organizer. I was like, yes, now I can put all the pens in their own little clear drawers, and I can oh see what pens God. they are from the front. So, like, Sharpies, Thin Tip, Big Tip, Metallic. It looks like an art it, store in there, it does Do you use start... your pens, Melissa? Do you just, like, covet them? I love them, and I love the display of them. I love what you're sharing about clear acrylic drawers of pens. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing's more satisfying than seeing a rainbow of art supplies and acrylic so boxes. True. Everything lined up like your own little Michaels. Really? I love a good craft store. Like even if I don't need anything, I just like to go in there and smell the. You know what? What I don't like lately is that farmhouse is taking over Michaels. Like, oh, can we just stop with farmhouse for a moment? Mm. <laughs> I think there needs to be like brand new launched craft store. That's not the best farmhouse. of everything. Like a right. mix of Blick, like Ooh. some high end shit. I love some me Joanne some Blick. Stuff. Yeah. But then, like, you have to be, like, cool to get in. <laughs> I'm sick of little white-haired ladies giving me stink eye when I walk past the There the just nits. needs to be an only yarn store and then an actual There art. is a one called Yarn Barn. Jesus Christ. Of course there is. <laughs> yarn Barn, for real? <laughs> wow. Sorry to all my crochet homies. You know I like what you make, but I don't do yarn. And why don't we just give you an automatic 40% coupon instead of making you <laughs> cut it? <laughs> <laughs> true or i hold up the line like a real monster and i'm like i know i've got one because you guys send me 56 of them so like, pretty sure it's either my phone it's either yesterday's coupon or today's coupon <laughs> which is a better coupon but i know there's a 40 percent coupon in here oh. we were talking about classic movie stars the other day and i was trying to remember this gal's name and i was like it's joan something so i typed in like joan and then waited for an autofill and it was like joanne's and, then I, and then I tried to type something else and i said did you mean joanne's and i was like <laughs> Like, I this guess is I where did. I, so I just put down my phone and I went shopping. Oh, the art store down the street when I lived in downtown Portland was like my place to go just go browse and nobody gave me shit. It was just like the nice place to go. It always smells so good. And you wouldn't buy a $20 pen? <laughs> oh, not back then. Now I will. I'll go buy dumb Yeah, what did I ask shit. for for my birthday last year? Calligraphy pens? Yeah, I got mm-hmm. calligraphy stuff because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to get really into calligraphy again. I tried it once in high school and I've used it like three times. I'm not really great at this, but I love pens. Maybe we need another party where people just bring their false starts of whatever art task they were going to attempt to be good at in quarantine and they stopped and they hate it now. We could just <laughs> trade projects with each other. Mine's yarn. Sorry, everybody gets yarn. 
Well, I just read this thing about like creating and DIY projects and home renovations. There's a theory for your creativity. And in the beginning, it's a concept. So it's like clean and new and perfect. Mm -hmm. But the diagram is shaped like a U. And then the bottom of the U is the part where you hate it now. It sort of looks gross. It's really hard. You're in the thick of it. And it's just like too much to visualize now the outcome. It's like gotten that dirty point. Like you got to make a mess before it gets better. Mm -hmm. And then the top of the U on the other side is your perfected product because it's the top is it's good the bottom is bad and it gets good then bad then good again how many people stop in the bottom <laughs> i thought about it and i was like how many bottom of the u projects do i probably have just like sitting in little piles everywhere you're working on a house you just moved into right you're doing lots of renovations and things is any of this hitting home for you oh it is so i actually love flipping real estate so i i'm a real estate investor and that's something i do is just remodel you flip out yeah, I flip houses nice. and I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do, but I've learned so much. So when you're talking about the bottom of the U, <laughs> I remember, okay. I mean, it's a little bit of an artist vision. When you see a house, mm-hmm. you see the diamond in the rough, you know, you're going to make it into this beautiful home. So I had this one house, I'll call it Miller street house that I bought and I bought it for $10,000. Holy shit. That's amazing. It was a cute little cookie cutter like Lego-y type of house. It was just mm-hmm. a basic, you know, when you draw a house, it's just a square with a triangle. I just pictured two big windows in the front. The little yeah. porch looks like a normal yeah, cartoon exactly. house. Two big windows, a door and a porch yeah. and a roof. Yeah, that was Miller House. And so I bought this house. And I put a renter in it. And a um, Lego guy. It was just a little guy she put <laughs> in there. Little Lego guy. And mm-hmm. then <laughs> painted it, made it beautiful. And I put the renter in. And then I got a call because the basement's filled with shit. <laughs> oh, like literal? Literal. Oh, shit. no. So, did you not go in the basement? <laughs> I did go in the basement, but issue was so I've never had a rotor rooter issue in any of my rental properties oh. ever. Oof. So, what happened is like the woman even never even went in the basement. So, this shit was sitting there for weeks. And oh, then I get no. a phone call saying, um, the house smells rancid and then she goes down in the basement and sees that there's like a foot of shit water in the basement. Oh my god. So I call oh. Rotor Rooter and it's like thousands of dollars and they clear it up and it's the sewer water that's coming it's up. It's a backwater and- drain in the basement, isn't it? Oh god. Yeah, it's coming up. And you know what the culprit was is that she was flushing those flushable wipes. wet wipes. Oh, no. They're not so flushable. They're not. I grew up with regular toilet paper. I did not Mm -hmm. get wet wipes. And no. so, I mean, different families grow up with different ways. And that was just part of like being clean. Yes. Wet wipes were you not fancy happening ass. for us. Yeah. Yeah. So they were fancy and they were flushing those AKA flushable wipes. That was what the whole basement was filled with is shit and those flushable wipes. Oh God. That was what it was. But I had a reason for telling the story. It was about the you, the you part. <laughs> was that your you? <laughs> that was my you moment. You were in I'm the like, thick of it, eh? I was in the thick of it because I loved renovating houses. I got a good deal. And then that one issue made me want to quit because I'm like, whoa, I would have never saw that coming. Right. <laughs> but I'm glad I worked through it and continued on. And now like I own multiple homes, but 
that was like, I mean, that was a hard moment. Yeah, it's a great deal, but unforeseen costs. That's right? the thing they always tell you. Yes. Always have something for unforeseen costs. I mean, I think I paid almost the price of the house for that roto rooter. Holy so, shit. Yeah. Literally, that's crazy. That's actual yeah. holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah. You post a lot in your stories on Instagram about home things, all the things. All the things. I'm just sitting there and all like, oh yeah, she's just, you know, casually doing another enormous project. Yeah, you get that girl. You take that floor out. You do that weird thing. <laughs> I love it. I love watching all your renovation stuff. That's Steve. That's Steve doing it. <laughs> but you're the one telling the story, so I didn't know any difference. Yeah. So that's fine. <laughs> I get the credit if I tell a story. I'll tell Steve that. <laughs> you put that wall up, babe, but guess what? That wall is mine. <laughs> <laughs> like you did a great job with the thing I'm not telling anybody you did. All right. I like it. Yeah. See, no, you just have support and that's fantastic. It's almost summertime. It's summer. It is summer. Solstice done happened. Oh yeah, solstice happened. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking summertime. My favorite thing as a kid about summer was blockbuster movies. Oh geez. Melissa, did you go to the movies often as a kid? Did you look forward to movies? Okay. So I have a weird story. So I told you about Steve, right? So yeah. my dad and his dad went to high school together in Yakima, Washington. That's actually how I know Steve is that my horrible serial killer dad had this amazing oh. friend and his dad, his dad couldn't be further from my dad. Like he's the most genuine, a saint, he and his wife are the most generous people on this earth. So to know him, to know Steve's dad is to know basically like a priest or something. You know, it's something very genuine. That's so Couldn't be more opposite than my dad. But apparently they were friends in high school. So that's how I met Steve as we grew up together because our dads knew each other. In the summertime, we would go to the Oregon coast and we would go and work on his family's beach house. Or I call it the beach house. It's like a little bit away from the beach, but closer than I've ever been. If you can Mm -hmm. smell salty air, it's a beach house. Right. Yeah, I would say that too. So ironically, this is so weird. So I had a crush on Steve when I first saw him again when we were teenagers. I remember just seeing... And then it was like, do you remember um, Stussy and those? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So <laughs> yes. he had like these soccer Stussy shorts on, mm-hmm. and like he was tan with a bowl cut. And like nice. my 13 year old self was like, hot. That's hot. <laughs> I'm just picturing a shiny ass bowl cut, like shaking out. Like Jonathan Brandis hair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So beautiful. So we pull up to his house, and he comes out, and he's tan with these like, Juicy shorts. <laughs> and, <this whole laughs> and we ended up going to, you know, the pizza parlor and flirting. And then the next day, my dad takes us to this historic theater in downtown Astoria, Oregon. Aww. And guess what movie we're freaking watching? <laughs> <laughs> so i married an axe murderer oh my god oh my god <laughs> that movie is great and awful for that occasion <laughs> and all i can remember is that time period is that i was sitting next to steve and i'm like oh i hope he touches my hand i hope Aww. he holds my hand but all this while, I had no idea about my dad's double life. Oh, and then Jesus. he me married an axe murderer. Like, how ironic and weird is that? <laughs> Steve and I, so our, our summers together as teenagers were our dad's working together on rehabbing his parents' house. So my dad welded the spiral staircase to his home. And I think our love of home improvement is really Aww. rooted. Aww. 
from way back then, I so guess. We did it together then, in yeah. a way. Yeah. We watched our dads do it then. <laughs> we grew up with our dad and our uncle flipping houses together. Oh, yeah. And he had like and a remodeling really team. expensive houses and stuff too. Yeah. So oh, we grew so up with all that fancy of like, people. Yeah. yeah, wood paneling turned into plastered walls. Oh, he made arched arch doorways. Everything I'll was never arched. forget that. It was like, so good. man, this is some fancy shit. Yeah, so you get it. If yeah. only they're in the midst of his best friend or quote unquote uncles if any of those uncles had like a hot boy or age that worked oh. with us i'm pretty sure we we would have just been like rochambeauing for his love and attention the closest we had was a hot neighbor boy that was the nephew that would come to visit in the summertime he looked like one of the jeremy london brothers every time he came over i like polished myself up just a little bit more during the summertime try not to look like a total dirt clod you know <laughs> <laughs> the whole like full circle oh i thing. love that like he was family before he was family oh yeah it's such a cool feeling to come back to it was bizarre to start dating and sometimes like it surprises me when we'll go for a walk or we're talking and he'll relay a story from when we were kids i'm like oh my gosh we've known each other our entire lives i forget that you know it's not only you guys had similar childhood you had the childhood together yeah i mean he remembers my dollhouse like that's cool oh, oh you my know? god yeah. he so had a crush on you too obviously if he remembers all of this Boys are just dense until they're much older. Yeah. Well, our falling out happened when, so every summer I would come and see him on the Oregon coast. And then we had this amazing summer when I turned, I think it was 19 and he was going into the military and invited me to go see him in California. So I booked the airfare and went to go see him and he had a girlfriend. Mm. I know it wasn't the right timing. So no. like he had a girlfriend and I was like, I'm not going to, yeah. you know, like obviously this isn't working out. So I went back home to Spokane and that's when I ended up meeting my husband of 18 years and the father of my two kids and we got married and had the kids Steve ended up getting married and having three kids and we just went our own ways and honestly looking back I think I needed that relationship with my former husband mm -hmm. I needed that life to really launch me into the woman that I am today I think that it would be completely different I wouldn't appreciate Steve the way I do now if we would have ended up together right away. Exactly. You're on a trajectory to something and then if you had gone right to Steve it might not be this great. Yeah. I think it's time for this or that. Are you ready? I agree, Melissa. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Right. We're going to go throw out two options. Mm -hmm. We're going to go back and forth and you just quickly choose your choice. Rapid fire. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Portland one. Saturday market or the humongous like Cinco de Mayo waterfront carnival. Waterfront. Travel by plane or travel by train? Plane. Go for a swim or go for a hike? Hike. Sunny sunshine or sweet, sweet shade? <laughs> sunshine. Camp out or slumber party? Slumber party. Nice. 90s fashion or 2000s Ooh. fashion? Ooh. Okay, one. 90s. Let's do mm -hmm. 90s. I agree with that. For the moment, yes. I miss the 90s. I want everything Me to too. be Delia's. But I want it to be for us and not for the kids that don't fucking understand it. I don't yeah. want to be resentful. I want them to have freedom to dress up. <laughs> but also, I can't help it. I am a little resentful. Yeah, but at least our American Girl dolls were better than theirs. Oh, my god, That's true. And our Cabbage Patch dolls were way higher quality. 
Oh, they were. That's very they true. Were. They had the real autographs on their butts. Yeah. Do you want to do compliments? <gasps> I do. So we have a section of the show where yes. we tell you how amazing you are and you get to sit there and just be showered with genuine appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is cool. I'm just going to use this as my ringtone. Just yeah. ask. Do you have, you have yes, your drink? Please. You just sit, just back. sit back. Okay, I'll sit back with my, my canned wine here. Nice. Your poise and honesty and just very genuine listening to you tell very difficult life stories I felt not sympathetically attached to you but I felt like kinship because you talked about problems and things and having like 80s and 90s life that was not not rich people's life and I felt like we could have lived down the street from each other with some of the things you described it's hard to bounce around and it's hard to you know not be the richest person in school and it's having a few siblings and struggles and family stuff it's rough anyway but listening to you talk about all of that with just level-headed honesty and charm and class it's kind of in awe you're very brave and I could not wait to sit and talk about stuff that was just weird silly shits and giggles kid stuff because I feel like you are in the heart of a lot of serious conversations and after talking to you I'm like you know what I love that you can pivot from being like super professional and serious about very serious topics and talk to people that really love talking to you on that level and we get the fun barf in the car stories and I just feel honored and I'm just so filled with joy that you shared this stuff with us we definitely could have been like down the street neighbors I really feel like we're on the same vibe we're right in the same class we're pocket yeah over like an era I just I think you're a joy and I'm just so pleased that you were on our show thank you i had so much fun this has been amazing i think melissa i think you're cool and you're smart and creative and driven i like that you've taken everything in your life and kind of hyper focused it if you're passionate about it and you're putting it out and you're revealing parts of yourself i like that you've kind of taken control of everything and put it out there for people to see in a way that like you're helping people you're helping yourself and i'm just in awe of you as a person and i think it's so great that you talk so openly and like fucking sarcastic like you you're throwing jokes and jabs at your past in a way where she laughs so heartily but sometimes in life it's like gotta fucking laugh at just how outlandish and crazy (laughs) and out of control the world is but at the end of the day like all that stuff happened in your life it revolved around you it's not your whole story you Mm -hmm. were still a fucking kid you still had crazy crushes you still got to go to the movie I find that is the most interesting little building blocks of people I think you just shine and I'm so happy that you're an Oregonian I think you're so cool thank you ladies this is so nice <laughs> you're so nice and sassy like I, you're a little like you got a little snark it. and cool. speaking of all of your endeavors yes can you tell us about any projects coming up do you have anything you want to tell the people you have some secrets I have some you have secrets. some secrets are you I'm able to do. tell secrets you know what i'm going to <gasps> Woohoo! Oh, secrets truly make friends. I have goosebumps. Nobody knows this. Nobody knows this. I'm like, no. (laughs) So, like, this is the first time I've ever shared it, but I've been working. Do you guys know Gypsy Rose? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, I've been doing prison interviews with Gypsy Rose, and I just saw her in prison again. I've interviewed with her before, but I'm working with her. For those who don't know about Gypsy Rose, her boyfriend, Nick Godegay, killed her mother. She was a survivor 
survivor of Munchausen by proxy. She was held captive in her mother's house. It was a horrific situation. The act on Hulu is based on her life. She's serving Mm -hmm. a 10-year sentence in Chillicothe, Missouri for the murder of her mother. Mm -hmm. And I just came back last week from interviewing with her and we're trying to do a multi-hour documentary following her journey and then of her leaving prison, hopefully in the next year or two and parole. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It has already been that long. Yeah. I'm like sitting here with my jaw on the floor. I've always been fascinated by that story. The act was, I thought, beautifully acted, but you never know how it's how be Hollywood is telling oh, things. Mm-hmm. Trust me when I tell you this, there's some bomb shells that are going to come out. So oh I don't know where it's going to come out yet because it's we're in the middle of production. We're starting mm-hmm. this journey with her and it's going to be a multi-year journey. And I'm honored that I get to be a part of this journey with her. Honestly, my relationship with Gypsy started with Dr. Oz. Mm -hmm. She just did the Dr. Phil interview. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She served, I think, six years now. Mm. She's had a lot of hindsight and there's so many different stories. Did you know her mom practiced witchcraft? I wouldn't be surprised. No, I did not. Okay. Well, there's some stories revolving the witchcraft that are going to come out. And there's also some bombshell interviews that I can't wait for you to hear about her case. If you're not sympathetic to Gypsy, you will be after watching this multi I already was. Munchausen by proxy is fucking real. And it's so... Yeah. My thoughts on the sympathy there. I've, I've heard people say... She's guilty no matter what. Murder is murder. But when you are a caged animal playing the song for someone for years and years and years and someone's like making you fucking sick and making you be the doll they need you to be and you're not your own person. That makes me so sick. I'm putting a feeding tube, making you go to surgeries and shaving your hair, shaving your pubic hair. Doctoring your Mm -hmm. files so that you're not the age you are. She did not know her age. Like when she was arrested, she thought she was still 19. I mean, it's insane. So when I do a multi-hour documentary, I do a lot of research and I dig in to see what's already been exposed about the case Mm -hmm. because I never want to be redundant. Right. Why do a documentary if the same stuff is already out there? Totally. So I started to do some digging. I watched the 2020. I watched the Dr. Phil. I watched Gypsy's Revenge. I watched Killer Couples, which was fascinating because Killer Couples is the one where Nick Godegay does the interview. Mm -hmm. They spun that real interesting. I saw that one too. You do? Okay. (laughs) It can be a lot of detail. So you did your research and like went down the rabbit hole of everything you could find. There's missing pieces Mm -hmm. here. Yeah, exactly. So what kind of stood out to me was there's something missing about 2011 with her first escape with a friend named Dan. And there's so much more there. My instincts are right. So I'll be sharing all of that soon. I will say that, you know, Gypsy is a complicated woman. She was raised by a master manipulator, but she definitely is a victim, regardless of obviously the murder that happened with yeah. her mom. She was held hostage. And this was, to me, an act of self-defense. Mm-hmm. And hopefully by the end of this documentary, everybody will see that as well. Every Tuesday, I talk to Gypsy from prison. We record her calls. And I can't wait to share because there's so much about her that's interesting. 
interesting and she's a true survivor. Yeah. I think you're going to like really like who she is as a person and how she's evolved. And I tell Jitsi all the time, I'm like you were raised without boundaries. Like your mom mm. violated every boundary that you could possibly have and controlled you. So do you feel like her being incarcerated is the first moment in her life where she's getting to stop and go, who do I want to be? I don't have a person puppeteering who I am anymore and manipulating that. Okay. It's interesting that you said that. So when I interviewed with her, I started sobbing because I asked her, Gypsy, what's the best day of your life? And she said, the best day of my life was my first day in prison. (sighs) And she said, I was sitting on the picnic table with my new inmate friend, smoking a cigarette, listening to a Walkman, and the sun was shining on my face. It was the first time she felt free is the first day she was incarcerated. That poor girl. So that is what I can share. And I'm very, very excited Mm. for people to meet the gypsy that I know. And I think my passion, you know, coming from this life of true crime is that it's really made me understand different dynamics of trauma and help me understand why people do the things that they do without judgment. Mm-hmm. And I just gravitated towards Gypsy. And I'm glad that we formed this friendship where she trusts me to tell her story. You coming from a place of understanding that truly only survivors of these complicated situations would recognize. Yeah. And I know the person from the trauma. Yeah, exactly. You do sound like you're more on the other side of some of the feelings you were working through, even in the Happy Face podcast. Yeah, with the Happy Face podcast, it's something that Gypsy and I both share is this guilt. And I mean, her guilt and my guilt are two different situations, but I understand, you know, walking around like you're an apology letter to the world. And mm-hmm. I understand what that feels like and that burden and feeling like you can never satisfy the public's demand for justice with your life. I started to finally realize that I'm never going to satisfy the public with this around in sorrow apology letter. And I realized that it's not my burden to share. It's not your apology to make. It's not my apology to make. It's my dad's and he'll never make that apology. And I deserve to be happy. And she deserves to be happy and free. She was a victim for years and years and years. And I hope people will understand the gravity of what she endured. Mm -hmm. So I hope that by doing her story, people will understand and finally have the answers. Not that they deserve it, but that she's graciously and generously giving those answers to the public. Yes. Yeah. There's two simple facts. If you've never been in an abusive situation, it's hard for somebody to understand what that feels like. And then also, you can be a victim and a killer. Those are two things that are not mutually exclusive or independent of one another. I'm glad that you said that. I'm really glad that you said that. It's just really true. Yeah. Oh, I'm really excited about Me that. Too. Oh, Me you also, I think there's been some some uh, news on Murmur the interwebs. Of a there's some date. whispers. So I've partnered with your friend, Sarah, and the- <laughs> the, the team at Small Town Murder. Such good Yeah, humans. they're really I fabulous. Them. I met with them and then they started a network. Upside Down Digital. Yeah, their media network. So exciting. So I partnered with them and because like what happened when I came out with my story is that I got contacted by hundreds of people around the world who are related or lived or survived a killer. And oh, shit. yeah, hundreds, hundreds. 
So I started to explore this and I wanted to start to bring their stories to the forefront and have them share their experiences of either A, being an innocent bystander that was a friend that got sucked into a media circus like Chad Perkins, who was the friend of Jody Aris and Travis mm-hmm. Alexander. Yes. And so he came forward and told his story about the couple and what he witnessed and how his life was forever changed, how he was a staunch Mormon. And then now he lives in open marriage and um, open relationships like it's a different night and day. Day. like no there's kidding. so much to share with like that case in general their lives are forever changed by a murder or being connected to a murderer and so I wanted to explore that and thankfully the folks at Small Town Murder saw my vision and they gave me this platform to do a weekly podcast every Friday we drop a new episode where we'll be discovering and hearing from people who lived with a killer or survived a killer or knew a killer intimately in any way that they could share how their life was changed and then Dr. Laura Petler who's my good friend she is an amazing investigator and she's going to bring the case files the homicide case files files and actually open them up and so we get access that nobody else gets into the autopsy into the forensic she's gonna dive into the forensics of it that's amazing we call it swallow the darkness and then my boyfriend makes fun of me like swallow (laughs) like folks if you like listen Oh, I know. I love that you have the personal side on your side, and then the science side where she's just unfolding like some sheer facts on the table. Yeah, that's what we have. We have a perfect yin yang of that, and then we're actually starting in a really unique space that I never thought I would do, which is talking to my dad. (gasps) Well, yeah, yeah. I I have so many questions. I'm going to play something for you, ladies. Oh, my gosh. You're just giving us all these gifts. You from an adult in custody at Oregon State Penitentiary. To accept this call, press 5. To refuse this call, hang up now. To block this call and all future calls, press 9. I have full fucking body goosebumps right now. Wow, the AC is not that strong. This is emotional. <laughs> this so, is crazy. like you said, you ladies told me that you witnessed my transformation in oh. Happy Face. Well, it it really yeah. did transform me to the place where I felt secure and safe for the first time in my life to finally face my dad. And the title is Life After Happy Face. Yeah. So that happened. Look how fucking strong you are. I want to fucking hug you. Seriously. I can't wait for you to hear. I'll share some things that I never would have thought of. And it was good. It was really good. I'm so looking forward to literally everything you're doing. You're doing big strides. None of these are baby steps. When does it drop? When can people tune in to Life After Happy Face? July 9th. So the trailer is up now. If you want to listen to like a little preview of the upcoming episodes. July 9th, right? Yeah, Friday. And then every Friday we're going to have a new episode. And I can't even tell you because I've worked in true crime for over a decade now. I've interviewed family members of serial killers survivors, women who escaped serial killers, and they're all coming on the podcast to share their stories. And Dr. Laura is going to break down the forensics. So I hope that this will be a really amazing place for survivors to share the story. This is going to be. Yeah, I really think it's going to be good. I think people will appreciate their stories and the podcast forum. Do you know why this is going to be amazing? Why? Why? Like in five years, when you look back, you'd be like, that bitch was right. Because 
you are part of it and you are leading this. These are your peers. You are not just some rando reporter asking them a question. They you, will speak to you differently than yeah, anyone really else do. talking to them. This is special. You've really dug through the darkness. You've walked through the same fire. This is a special mm -hmm. podcast. I cannot wait. Oh, thank you. You I came up wait. and out of this. You found a platform and now you're putting your hand down at the you're top like, hey, like hey, it's okay up here. Let's fucking yeah. dig in. Oh, so, that's And so I have true. the best partners. I have your girlfriend, Sarah. <laughs> oh, my God. She is literal fire. I love her. Tiny. Driven, snarky, dark. Oh, I love it. <laughs> She's so fun. If people want to look for you online, oh, yeah. they want to follow you on social media. I made it easy. It's Instagram, Life After Happy Face Pod is our new podcast. And I share all the details on that. And then my regular Instagram is Life After Happy Face. And I'll probably change it back to Melissa more, but you know, it's Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've been just working on those two forums. I'm not really on Facebook, so don't look for me on Facebook because I don't really interact on Facebook. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for taking time out Seriously. in this hot motherfucking heat yeah. wave. <sighs> to giggle and hang out with us so and we fun. appreciate it so much let's do this again sometime was actually like, we'd love to see you um, sometime yeah because how fucking fun that would be amazing yay thank you ladies thank you so much thank, thank you. you so much seriously we I appreciate you and I just think you are just a rocking ass bitch. thank you I think you ladies seriously. are too this was fun let's meet in person let's have some drinks let's like really have some fun very seriously well you stay cool with yes, those please. one pane motherfucking windows <laughs> And you enjoy your oh. awesome house and your awesome Steve. Thank you. This made my whole oh, day. Good. It made my day too. This was fun. This was really fun. Like I actually got to have fun in the interview. Like you guys didn't ask all the dreary, horrible questions that I always have to answer over and over. Oh, again. fuck that. We no care about you fun. as a person and all the weird shit we all yeah. went through as kids. We all experienced the same weird yeah, we shit. Did. We really did. That's what bonds us and makes us human. Everyone begged for dollars from the ice cream man. <laughs> it's real life. Get them quarters. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, you have a lovely rest of your week. Yes. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, ladies. Have a good night. You too. You too. Bye. Bye. Oh, <sighs> that episode was so good. Cathartic is fun. We feel so good. We hope you feel so good. I'm so energized. Right? And if you are feeling energized and you mm -hmm. want to hop on the internets, go ahead and give a little rate and review and yeah. support us so hard with your hearts and your thumbs anywhere you can rate a podcast. You could put that energy into some good vibes for us. I'd love that. Where could they find us if they were like looking around the social medias? We are on Instagram and Twitter under no, you are that. Yeah. Don't forget the no. And then I think we're on the Facebooks. We are. We have a Facebook group mm. and we have a Facebook page. So you can either participate or just follow along by liking our page. Just be aware. Give us thumbs up. Yeah. Do you do. I Sexy. like it. And uh, if you want to give us some monies, like even like a buck a month, which is rad because it fuels this little show. Mm -hmm. um, it's on Patreon at, uh, God, what is it again? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365 day returns. Patreon.com forward slash you are that. God, you're so good. Thanks. You yeah. are that. We also have got it. a merch store if you want to participate by putting things on your bods or around your home. Mm-hmm. Not everything is super logo-y. There's stuff that fits all kinds of personalities, and we think you're going to enjoy it. It's true. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Pass it on to a friend if you're feeling charming. Hell and yeah. go uh, heartily stalk our guest. Please do. So I'm on TikTok. I want to, okay, here's my vision of what I want to do for a TikTok video. I want to be like running and then you get the POV of listening to a true crime podcast. But what you really hear is me farting. Because <laughs> I fart when I run. So oh, oh my God. You- <laughs> Five miles past I yes. nine, there was a severed line. Everything's very serious. <laughs>